KFM Sports Special. It's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. More from Chris Bowers in about an hour's time. 29 minutes to uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, joined in studio now. A very privileged to say a very good uh, afternoon to Dr. Ali Bacher and uh, also Cynthia Saka, who's uh, Sport Heroes Walk Against AIDS director. Um, thank you very much to both of you uh, for coming in. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you first, uh, Dr. Bacher, and uh, well, no one wants to speak to me now. <laughs> Dr. Bacher has uh, one or two problems with his uh, headphones. But uh, Cynthia, the Sport Heroes uh, Walk Against AIDS, you've already roped in some, you know, some important people. Happy with the way this project is moving on? I am. This is our twelfth year. Thank you for having us, first of all, Linda. Hello to all the listeners of SAFM. Um, this is our 12th year of Discovery Health Sports Heroes Walk Against AIDS, and I must say, you've just said that we've opened important people because the message of HIV and AIDS, it has to be carried by people who are seen as role models, people that people look up to, and those are your sport people, and those are your business people, and then, of course, you've got people like Justice Edwin Cameron, who is mm. our uh, honorary patron. So those are the heavyweights that we have in the project, and because the stigma associated with HIV and AIDS, it needs all our efforts to get to come together and make sure that it reaches everybody so that we know that HIV and AIDS is like any other chronic illness. If you do not manage it, you will surely die. Dr. Bacher, I mean, <coughs> it, it, it's your career. I mean, you, you played uh, cricket as uh, essentially an amateur. And, of course, you spent your, you, were, you were a medical doctor. When uh, you were... Treating people back then, I mean, AIDS hadn't, uh, hadn't, you know, we hadn't even come across this. You must uh, dabble in, uh, in in medicine. I mean, how how big of a challenge is it for medical uh, practitioners to deal with that stigma and <coughs> denial um, that people have uh, of of HIV/AIDS? Look, my involvement is twofold. I'm <coughs> excuse me, I'm I'm chairman of Right to Care. It's an NGO. They're the biggest in this country on HIV/AIDS. We funded by USAID. To give you an idea, we test in excess of 300,000 people a year, and on treatment, ARV treatment, we have about 140,000. So we have given Cynthia and, and her extraordinary project 100% support, and during her walk in the Western Cape shortly, we'll be sending eight nurses to counsel, to test, and if necessary, uh, indicate who would require treatment. So that is the one aspect of this extraordinary project. Really, it's you know, if you see what's going on here, it's almost missionary work this year. My other involvement is that once a year to herald this walk, uh, people like Brian Hirsch and myself and Justice Edwin Cameron, uh, we helped Cynthia to have a very high-profile banquet, which took place last mm. Thursday night at Saskock. And this is the event, the evening once a year, where sporting community to come and help and show their support for all the initiatives like Cynthia's that are fighting this HIV-AIDS pandemic. And I want to tell you that I've been involved with Cynthia trying to get sporting people to support this project, that not once has any high-profile sports in this country said no. They've only said no to attending if they're out of town. Mm. And this year we had John Smith there, we had Bruce Fordyce, we had the uh, famous four who won the Olympic medal for rowing, we had Mark Smapanyami, we had Ashwin Willemser. And they come... 
and it's, an, it's just a fantastic evening there. Emotionally, it's it's more than satisfying, and uh, because HIV/AIDS is still a huge crisis in this country, there's still six million people in this country who have the virus, and over a million, thank God, now with the change in direction of the present government, over a million people on treatment. So there is progress, but once again, this event which Cynthia drives, uh, Cynthia, how many years have you been doing it? Twelve years, sir. I it's extraordinary, and on the screen on Thursday night, Sascock, there was six kind of uh, videos showing where Cynthia takes her fellow sporting people to rural black communities. You know, you and I have never been to these communities, mm. and there's enormous help, which is wonderful, wonderful work, and we commend Cynthia and her team for this extraordinary work they do. I want to, I mean, th- th- that illustrates you brought me into a very important point, is that the, the, the high-profile sports people um, are... You know, HIV/AIDS can affect anyone. Sadly, it uh, generally has a greater effect on uh, the people who, without access to facilities, they haven't got um, access to the same medical treatment. That let's be honest, people that who are discovery clients will have access to. I suppose it's, it is about bridging that gap and using these sporting people um, to essentially just get this message across. You're so right, you're so right, because we, we feel that in South Africa and in other not-so-developed countries, uh, the so-called third-world countries, it's information that makes people do not go and test or people not get the proper medication. So with the help of Discovery and uh, precisely Discovery Health, we are able to go to these rural areas and you must remember Discovery Health is a medical aid that will give you incentive if you are a healthy person by making sure that you go to gym, you eat healthy and so forth. So it was really a beautiful nice collaboration because we as sport people we are saying if you are active in sport you will not be going to the doctors you will make you will be going to work every day so the economy of South Africa will grow because of less absentees at work and the health uh, services will not be overloaded by these many people who are sick that is why Discovery Health has come on board that is why we had one of our guest speakers on Thursday, um, Mr. Mark Lambetti. We all know him. He's the chairman of Mesmart. He's also the CEO of, of, uh, of Transcapital. To say to corporate South Africa, you know what? You better make sure you do something in making sure that your staff, in making sure that South Africa is HIV free or those who are HIV infected, they do know what to do to make sure that they manage their illness because if the South African people are infected with HIV and AIDS, business is going to fail. The economy of South Africa is going to fail. And then we'll really have something sad to talk about in South Africa. Mm, for sure. Dr. Bacher, <coughs> uh, clearly very committed to um, fighting this battle. Um, Cynthia, you've been involved for 12 years. It's sad that we haven't uh, managed to completely eradicate HIV AIDS as a problem. I, don't, we, I think we, most of us accept that we can't get away from the virus itself, but uh, the mitigation of the problems. Dr. Bacher, do you feel we are, we are, we are making progress against this with, with such initiatives? Well, the progress is the number of people who are on ARV treatment, which the government say 2.2 million. I think the pharmaceutical companies say 1.2 million. 
But Mark Hayward, you know, he is the ultimate activist on HIV-AIDS uh, for many, many years, and he gave a most telling and extraordinary uh, sympathetic and also critical speech uh, where he said huge progress has been made since 2002 when Cynthia started her extraordinary project. Uh, the previous government, I must say, were castigated by some of the speakers who know what they're talking about. But he said, you know, although we've made enormous progress, we mustn't take our eye off the ball. There's still a lot to be done. And he kind of commended Cynthia and said, look, you've been doing it for 12 years. I've got bad news for you. You've got to do this project for another 12 years. Well, I, I, in, in those 12 years, progress has been made. Can you quantify that? I can quantify it, but what I wanted to say before I get to mm. that was what also Mark Haywood said was the fact that, to answer your question again, there's those horrible, horrible myths out there where people think that if they sleep with a four-month-old baby, if they sleep with a virgin, if they sleep with an 80-year-old woman, um, they will cure themselves of HIV and AIDS. If they sleep with a, with a five-year-old boy, that is why you see these horrible crimes committed on our children and old people in South Africa because that is HIV because people think that I'm getting rid of HIV. Now, they do not have information. So we try with our small little way to say, actually, you are killing the South African community by doing this. You are damaging the, the, the lives of these children that is ahead of them, let alone the damage that is done to the community. So Mr. Mark Haywood spoke about those issues that... You know, you think HIV and AIDS is just somebody who's infected. It actually goes beyond because it associates itself with other social ills that are out there in the community. That is why we have to get together and make sure that we give out more information as, as, as we can. Now, coming back to your question, in this 12 years, we've done tremendous work, I must say. If you go to a rural area and you see people with a big piece of land, and they say to you, all we need, you must buy us a tractor, build us a cooler room so that when we get food for other out from other places, we can store our food. But this piece of land, we are going to plant vegetables and we are going to sell these vegetables to the community. We are going to employ people and we are going to make a turnover so that we can be sustainable. Then we make an, an impression and we make progress because now we are teaching the communities to do something for themselves. But not only that, remember, we are sport people. So we go out there and we say to these little young people, you know what? These sporting heroes that you see here, they do come from the same underprivileged background that you are in right now. But the only thing that took them out of this situation was sport. So please take up sport. So we've seen a lot of uh, progress. And of course, as you know, the literature now and the science that has been made in HIV, in the fight against HIV and AIDS, it tells us that if you take one pill per day, you can live more than 100 years. And it will also make sure that you protect yourself against the opportunistic diseases. So progress has been made by us by spreading the message so that people can go to the clinics. And also progress has been made from the science side to make sure that while we are doing our little bit to this side to get people motivated, to get people to say, you know what, Yes, it's H I'm HIV positive, but this is not a death sentence. The scientists, Dr. Ali Bachers, you know, and <laughs> Professor Spencers, and all Shrouding these other you. people I know. Well, the doctors, you know, they are doing their work to make sure that we meet each other at a point where we can say, wow, 
we've all worked together to make sure that progress is done. L- lifestyle. I wanted to ask because you mentioned one pill can make you live to a hundred, but if you if you if you if you blow your cholesterol levels out the water, it doesn't going to help if you if you're not affecting. Holistically speaking, clearly uh, HIV AIDS management, and in fact anyone living a healthy lifestyle, that that's where sport comes in, doesn't it, Dr. Bacher? Absolutely. I just want to add one aspect where there is significant change: mother to child transmission of virus. Previously, the, the figure was 30%. So 3 out of 10 ladies, that virus was tra- transmitted to the young child. Today, that figure is about 2.5%. So there is significant process. Yeah. But I will repeat what Mark Hayward said, don't take your eye off the ball. It's about visibility now. That's why you've got this uh, Sport Heroes walk. Tell us, uh, tell us how long this little journey is going to go on and about that. Well, this this big little journey <laughs> is going to go about, about 14 days really doing the, the clinics, but we, we set off on the 16th of November. On the 18th of November, we are in a town called Van Rainsdorp in the West Coast, and we go to Fredendal, we go to Glen William, Citrus Dow, Pickett Bay, St. Helena Bay. We go to Fredenberg, Saldana, Hopefield, Marmosbury, Pal. Langer, Mitchell's Plain, and we end on World AIDS Day, which is the 1st of December in Kailicha. And in each and every place, we do five-kilometer fun walks because we want to reiterate the healthy lifestyle that you've just mentioned mm-hmm. earlier on. So we want to get our communities to walk again. If you have to go to a shop around the corner, don't wait for a taxi. Get on your two legs that were given by God Almighty and walk, and that will make you healthy and then of course we conduct sporting clinics different sporting clinics rugby soccer netball boxing you mentioned them in each and every area to make sure that these young people are active in sport and at the same time we do the testing um, because of uh, right to care they do our testing at you know we are saying people must come and test at an environment that is conducive, that is not going to be pointing fingers at them, that are not going to be stigmatized. So we conduct this wonderful testing and, 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 and counseling through our partner who's definitely made sure that our project has been elevated to make sure that it gives the services of not only sport aspect but also the health aspect to make sure that if you do not know your status, by the end of the sporting clinics that we had on that day, you do know your sport clinic. But we've also had other sponsors, I mean partners rather, like Saskok, as the custodian of sport in the country. Saskok has said, Mr. Gideon Sam was there on Thursday, as is always, and making a welcome. And of course, uh, Mr. Um, Sam Ram, Dr. Samram Sami. Saskok is saying, as the custodian of sport in this country, we have to be in the forefront to make sure that our sport people are getting the support that they deserve from the administrators. So as Saskok, we are also going to be leading from the front. We've also had a road accident fund because if you think about it, accidents that happen on the road, that is also sometimes because people are drinking. And that is, again, a lifestyle factor that you mentioned earlier on. So they're saying, you know what, Cynthia, we want to come on board as a road accident fund to make sure that while you're spreading the message of HIV and AIDS and healthy living through Discovery Health, please spread the message as well because once people understand this, we are going to have less people on the road who are drinking and driving because they will understand that that talks to their lifestyle. We also have uh, the National Lotteries Distribution Fund who are helping us to say, you know what, people see us only as helping the NGOs that are there, you know, doing that work, 
But let us also be seen to be supporting the sport people because they are really taking up the fight and making sure that they talk. Because remember, there are sport people who are HIV infected. Some sport people are still scared to talk. Right now in the world, we only have Magic Johnson. Mm. You know, he's still one person who's come out and he's had a beautiful life after he came out. But I understand it's the stigma of not knowing how you're going to be treated. So that is why we have to carry on this message until we eradicate the stigma associated with HIV. The stigma is the big problem. Um, People in the local areas will obviously be...